You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Hello and welcome back to the Dad Whisperer Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, and I'm so excited that you're joining me here today, especially if you're a dad who's ready to kick things up a notch and dial into your daughter's heart space with more precision, intention, and consistency. And I love how so many of you tell me that the things that we talk about here and that you learn here on the Dad Whisperer Podcast also apply to your relationships with your sons. And because every woman you know is a daughter, we know that the things here will apply to all of the women in your life. And I'm all about supporting you as a dad, so there you have it. Well, you know the grid that guides our conversation every week, which is simply on your mark, get set, go. So dad, you're standing next to other dads, you're cheering each other on, you're getting ready to run your fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines as your coach, and what am I saying? On your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic or the theme, Get set as I'm going to fill that in with stories and stats and go is always your practical action step so that you can put your love for your daughter and your sons into action this week. Today on the program, it's an incredible honor to have a guest coach joining me who I have respected for years, more from afar, met him one time, but now today we get to have a deep conversation that I know will touch your life and your heart. He's an author, a leader, and an influencer, and his name is Jonathan Kahn. Jonathan is a Messianic Jewish rabbi and pastor who is best known for opening the deep mysteries of Scripture and bringing forth messages of prophetic importance. He is a New York Times bestselling author who has written numerous books, including The Harbinger, The Oracle, and his most recent, The Return of the Gods. Jonathan was named, along with Billy Graham, as one of the top 40 spiritual leaders of the last 40 years to have radically impacted the world. Called the prophetic voice of this generation, Jonathan has spoken on Capitol Hill at the United Nations and to millions of people around the world. And I'll just say that personally, I loved joining a national gathering when he, back in September of 2020, invited everyone to join him on the National Mall to pray for our country. And my husband and I and my mom flew from, at that time, Oregon to D.C. just to join with other believers who care about this country. And it is such an honor today to talk with Jonathan Kahn. And I want to welcome you here. Thank you for being here. And before we start, Jonathan, how about if you tell us a little bit about your family, because I want to make sure that we get the names of your sons right. Welcome, Jonathan Kahn. It's all Hebrew. We have three boys. Uh, The first one is Eliel, who's 13 years old now. And his name means, My God is God. And then the second one is Diel, who's going to be next weekend. He's going to be 11. And his name means the knowledge of God. Yes. And that third one is Mishael, which is... My which, name. Yeah, Michelle, yeah. We have the same well, root well, derivative. Sort of. Now, you, you're, yours is... Okay. Yours is... 
I believe Mishael is from Michal, which is linked to Michael, which is beautiful, yes. who is like God. Who is like God. Mishael is slightly different. Oh. It's not Michael, it's not Michael, it's Mishael. Mishael means who is that which God is. Okay. And, and, that, and that's Meshach's real name. Was Mishael? Yes, okay, yes, yeah. yes. So, oh, so, I love it. So, but it's Nick, and my and my wife's middle name is Michelle. Oh, so I, yeah. Well, there good. you go. And every so every and he's four years old. Okay. And and every one of our children has that L, you know, yes, the God in there. The name so of God. those are. And my my wife's name is Renata. Oh, which means I love bo- which that. means born again. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much for being Great to here. to be here. As I've told you, back in September of 20, my husband and I flew to be a part of the return in Amazing. Washington, D.C., just praying for our country. So thank you for yeah. your leadership. Thank you. In our country and in our world thank and our nation. You. And today, we're going to be talking more about the return of the gods and yes. how that ties to fatherhood. So the title today for On Your Mark is The Spiritual State of Fatherhood in America. So get set. Now we're going to fill this in so that dads can take action in being leaders in their home. So I do love the book of mysteries. I've got to tell you, one of my favorite (laughs) books. And dads, if you've never read any of Jonathan's writings and Mm. you don't know where to start, what I would encourage you is get Mm. the book of mysteries and it is a daily reading. It's just one page. You could read that with your daughters as a teacher is explained to a student mysteries of God. And it has been revolutionary for me. I can tell you right now off the top of my head, Jonathan, stories that have stuck with me. Wow. Yahweh. Every time we say, I am hungry. I am, I am saying the name of God. I am. I mean, Thank you, thank, oh, you, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank so, you, thank you. Yeah, I wanted to write something. Actually, that was after you know I write a lot of prophetic books, and yes. I said you know, and people people need they need to get strengthened with the word and all things. And so I still write, it's still filled with mysteries, you know. Yes. But it, but and the story for those who don't know, it's a, it's a teacher and a and yes. a, they, they're in yeah. the wilderness for a year. And every so every day you're in the you're in the wilderness on a ca- yes. in a cave or something. So it takes you through a year of mysteries of God. So yeah, I yeah. love Thank that book. You. So I would say, men, Thank if you. you've never read Jonathan's books you. and you want to start somewhere, that would Easy. be an awesome Easy. way. Yeah. Because today, again, talking about the spiritual state of fatherhood in America, how that ties to your book, The Return of the Gods. Yes. This would be a way for dads yeah. to begin yes. taking a step That'd forward. Be great. That would be great. I mean, they, reading with your with your child. Yes. With, that's wonderful. And it's one yeah. page at a time, and it yeah. has scriptures at the yeah. bottom of yep. each page yep. to look up. So, yeah. again, I love that Thank book you of yours. Thank you so much. So how Thank about you. now set the yeah. stage of talking about this yeah. subject? Yeah. Well, this is probably going to be very different because for both of us, I love great. different. We, we, I like different, too. <laughs> so because we're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set the stage of the return of the gods, but then instead of going into the three, the dark trinity, the three of them that are affecting our our country, I'm going to go in one, which is going to then link to the things that we're going to talk about. Yes, you know. about so, fatherhood. Okay, so here's the premise of the return of the gods, and it's basically what's happening now because our culture's been transformed. It's being, you know, marriage is under attack. All these things, gender is under attack, everything. Right. And the thing is this: in the ancient world, everybody worshipped gods. We know that. The Bible actually gives a, a revelation 
that behind the gods were things called the Shedim in Hebrew, which means the spirits. Uh It's not just mythology. There's actually spirits behind them. That's in the the Psalm. It's in Deuteronomy. Shedim. That word got translated into Greek as daimonia. We get the word demon from it. And so when Paul says that they're worshiping these gods, he says they're worshiping the spirits is basically. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. What, What changed all that? Where did all the gods go? Jesus did. When the gospel came into the world, came into the pagan world, drove out the gods. It was, a ma- it was the greatest mass exorcism in human history. What happened to the Western civilization, this was a mass exorcism. That's what's made the West so different from all the rest of every other civilization. Mm-hmm. But Jesus gave a warning. He gave a parable, but it's a warning. He said that when a spirit comes out of a man, it goes looking for a place, yes. goes, then says, I'm going back to my house. The guy goes back to the house, finds it empty, says, brings back more, seven others. Seven it, says yep. that, it says the latter state is worse than the first state. But he's not just talking about a guy because at the end of the parable, he says, so it shall be with this generation. So it's not just a person. Cultures can be possessed like the ancient world by dark Cult- forces yes and pu- cultures can be delivered as the gospel delivered but cultures can be repossessed so here's the warning the warning to america to the world and at west the west is this any culture any nation any civilization that has been that has been delivered by god of all these dark things paganism by the gospel yeah if it should ever take god out of the house if it should ever Remove the gospel from the house. Those spirits that were cast out are coming back into it, just like in the parable. Mm-hmm. And when they come back, they're coming back worse. And so what, if you want to understand what's been happening to America and much of the world yes. in the last half century is as we, t- we decided to take God out. But, but Jesus said, it's not staying empty. Something else is coming in. What we've been watching is the return of these spirits with the same exact spirits and... This, what's happening to our culture is what happened back then. And, it, and the thing is that, that it is, it is a, a process of paganization. It's a process of repossession. Hmm. And so it's, it's happening, I mean, whether it's everything, it affects, it affects every part of our culture. Gender affects, mm-hmm. affects family, affects marriage, affects fathers. Sexuality. Affects sexuality, affects everything, affects yeah. abortion, that's child sacrifice. Everyone, and I, and I in the book... I go through the three, the dark trinity. There's three, which I'm not going to go into. You call it the dark trinity. Yes, yeah, because it's from the Bible. What Can you just it, say what they are? Yeah. The three? The, fir- the first one is called the possessor. He's the one who, he's the one who first gets in. We know him as Baal or Baal. But okay. that's the first one. That, that's the first to come into America. Second one is called the enchantress, which is the goddess of sexual immorality. And that, that's the one I'm going to focus. That's okay. linked to this. The third one is called the destroyer, the one that causes parents to offer up their own children. So uh-huh. notice what's happened to America. Like one in progression, uh-huh. each one. So I'm not going to go into any detail. You got to get the book if you want to get Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to just focus on one. And that's the enchantress. And here's what I want to say to yeah. you dads is your daughters are vulnerable. And if you aren't stepping in as that, right, that protective covering, 
that right. intercessor, that covering of protection over your daughters, especially, they are vulnerable to Very, what Jonathan is e- talking even about. Even more vulnerable. E- you know, what, what, what they've been noticing, and I'll, we can get into it, they're even more vulnerable than boys. I'm not just, they're, they're, what's happening to the, what's happening to girls now yeah. is even worse, more vulnerable, and I, I'll get into it. Yes. So, all right. So, so in a nutshell. This this enchantress, she's spoken of in the Bible as Ashtora. It, but when you go to Babylon, she becomes Ishtar. She's Inanna. She becomes Aphrodite. She's the goddess of sexual immorality. And she is a, an adulteress. She's a prostitute. She breaks up marriages, breaks up homes. She has a problem with men. She's a problem with fathers. Because uh-huh. one of the things is she raged against her father, who was like the patriarchy. So she, so she rages against fathers. This is the story that has been yeah, told that's the, the myth of this God. That, that, yes. This myth. Yes, but that, that's the spirit. She uh-huh. rages against men, rages against male authority, rages against marriage, rages against, has a big problem. She ends up destroying the men. See, this is where it kind of roots. Goes yes. In. She also, so the thing is that, so first of all, what does a prostitute do? Weakens marriage. So she takes sex out of marriage and she puts it into the marketplace. Well, that's what she did in ancient times. That's what she has done with the sexual revolution, 1960s. As we start turning from God, it's going to happen. By the way, I just the word talk about also with fathers and men. One, the, one of the names they called her back then, they, they said, oh, great sacred prostitute. The word in Greek was porne. We get the word porn. Uh-huh. So this is part of her war against marriage, against fatherhood, uh-huh. against, again, uh-huh. against manhood, against, against womanhood. You get the man to get to emasculate, you know, just get away from fatherhood. You know, right. From re- this spirit. From the spirit. Rechannel channel to pornography, uh-huh. channel to this. So that's all happening. All right. Now there's so much more, but I'm now, now the second part is there was something strange about her. Because in her inscriptions, and I put it in the Return of the God so you can see it, it says, she says, I am a man. I am a woman. I am a man. She says, mm. it, say, it says in, in her ancient hymn, it says, you are the one, oh great goddess, who has the power you turn men into women and women into men. And this goes back how far? This goes back thousands and th- ancient Sumer Mesopotamia, and the Bible mentions it. This is she came into ancient Israel. She's coming in now. Yes, and the thing, what's happening now is all from back then. And uh-huh. the thing, except they come back worse. And so the thing is, so now, think, so what are we dealing with right now? We're dealing with a war on gender. That is this, she's the, she's the one who bends, mm. confuses male and female, female, male, mother and father, father and mother, boy and girl. She's confused. She puts it together. And that's all, everything we're watching right now is that. Now, now that, this is her deeper work. Now, the other thing is that she had a priesthood back then. And they, you know what they were? They were men who walked around her temple dressed up as women, women's clothing, women's makeup, and they would dance and they would bring, and and parents would bring their children to see the men dressed up as women and dancing. Does that sound familiar? Well, Mm. it's back. The gods are back. And she would also cause some of those men to be surgically transitioned and so it says she turns them. And the thing is, back then, she was only focusing on, I mean, she was focusing on a priesthood. But it says they come back worse. Now she's trying to take an entire generation of mm-hmm. children. And, and, uh, and before we get in, because I want to get into specifically with this, but the other thing is that 
just a note so you know about how real this is, that she was also the goddess of parades, parades that bent gender in the city streets, that filled with color up their back. She also had one month of the year that she especially possessed the culture. Mm. That was the month of June. So that's why June has come back. One of her yes. signs was the sign of the rainbow. I mean, there's, oh, there's so much to this, and I won't go into more, but there's so much into it. So now uh-huh. let, let's go to where, let's bring this all here. Okay. To fatherhood, one of yes. the things, One of the things it says is it says that she grinds away the masculinity of men. She specifically attacks men. She wants to take men, she wants to emasculate them or, or take them away from fatherhood, take them away from manhood, away from marriage, away from women, and away from fatherhood. So one of the things in our culture, there's this, first, there's this spirit that just rages against men to be Mm -hmm. men, the manhood to be fathers, to be the loving fathers that God has called. Well, it rages against, if a man acts masculine, the the only time... only time the culture celebrates masculinity is when it's from a woman. You know, when it's a man being masculine, it's horrible. What do you mean? Well, the only time that the culture celebrates masculinity, I'm saying only when a woman acts masculine. Then it's a great, then it's, wow, that's great, that's wonderful. When a man does, it's toxic. When a woman does, bravo. When Uh. a a woman is very feminine, uh, we don't like that. When a man is feminine, bravo. What that is, (laughs) that that is this spirit. And so this this spirit, so the thing is now, here's here's the other thing. Girls are more affected by this than even boys are. And, and this is, when you look at what's happened the, mm. the, with, with fathers, with the confusion of gender, it is, it is, wow, wow, <laughs> no. it is, well, this is going to be, it, it, the, girls without, number one, when, when you start destroying the family, you start taking fathers yes. out of the, out of the family, out of, then girls grow up without anything, without it, without a protection, without, without a model. Boys do too. I mean, you know, people think, right. you know, the, the culture thinks you can just do away with men. You know, you cannot. You do away with men, you, all these other things that start happening in the culture. Exactly. So that's one. But girl, and, and so that's why then when you take the father away, see, the, here's the other thing is that the father represents the, the kind of like the order, the, the authority of the, well, when these spirits want to destroy everything, you take out the father because right. then you've taken away that everything, the protection you've taken away. The, yes. And the other thing is that the girls are being affected. You know, when you talk about this, what's happening now with, with, with children being mutilated, right. being surgically, mm-hmm. it is girls. This never was before. It overwhelmingly, it's girls who don't know. They don't know what femininity is. They don't know what they don't know what fatherhood. They don't want male maleness or femaleness. It is girl. It's skyrocketing among girls. Confusion. It, it's skyrocketing. Loss. Yes. And do you know also this is what when you take the father out and or when the father is not a father. And the other thing is, the other thing is that that when you look at the other thing about our children right now, our youth and our daughters is that there's an explosion of suicide. They are killing themselves or trying to. Do you know that they said one out of every three girls right now 
are have considered suicide? One wow. out of every three. You take away the father, you take away everything because God is the father. Wow. So the thing is that father and fathers and the government, they yeah. have such a calling yes. to be a protection. You are the only defense. You are the defense of your family. And especially when all these things are attacking the family, yeah. this is fathers have to rise. But the culture and the spirit is trying to take yeah. fathers away from yes, that. and wash that down. So yes. Oh my goodness, we could keep talking, but as we, you know, kind of move this along, what can dads do to stand up against that spirit that wants to take them out? Yeah, one thing is, one thing is, first of all, you got to be tight with God. So if you're not tight with God, get tight with God. You know, you got to, you got to be right. Okay. Secondly, this is rise to the calling. You're a man. Rise to the calling. You're supposed to be the the. You're supposed to be the priest of your house, the head of your house. You're the protection of your house. You are the protection. If you don't protect them, there and even if they don't realize it, even if the wife doesn't realize it, it doesn't matter. Yes. They need your protection. Yes. They need your spirituality. You need to be like Jesus. That's gentle and that that's loving and that's encouraging. Mm-hmm. You are and that is also strong. You are the defense. Yeah. You are the the order you are the barrier to all the the things that would want to destroy your family yes but, and even if they don't know it your family needs it even if you're even if your wife is going I don't want to she needs it your children need it you need it you need to be the man God called you to be that yeah. man is like Jesus it's not mm-hmm. like some some you know this 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 thing of manhood that's 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 uh, abrasive that's not it it's loving and encouraging and be the man you're supposed to be be the Messiah, the the Messiah person to the to the to the bride, your wife, which to, is know, a servant. Yeah, which is a, a servant leader, leadership. Lays down you're his lays life. down your life, but that's yeah. who you're supposed to be. If you're not being that, you can't expect your family to be the way it's supposed to be. And if the family's the other way, you know maybe they just don't even know because they haven't had it. So be start being regardless. Start yeah. being who you're supposed to be with God, and the rest will follow. Oh, I love that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I could, li- I could listen and talk to you so much longer, Jonathan, but I end every show with a go step. And you've said so many wise things, challenging things. I mean, if anybody listening, if any, any dad isn't motivated right now, he's probably needing a challenge from your heart to his as a father, yeah. raising yeah. up the next generation of fathers. But if yeah. you could tell dads one go step. If he's overwhelmed with everything going, I don't know what to do now to take a step forward. What would you tell a dad to do right now if he wants to invest in increasing the spiritual strength in America? Well, one, okay. One is, again, you and God get, you get, you got to have time with God every day in the word every day. Get your thing right. Then take time with your family, take time with your family to pray. You have to be the leader. We can't you can't rely on other people. Right. You you take time take time to pray. Lead them in prayer when you're when you're in when you're you know when you're around the table. But take time in the Word together. Take time yeah. if you do that once a week. But even more than that. But take time. Start bringing God into it. Everything. Let them see it in you, and let them see God in you. Let them see Jesus in you. What would Jesus do? That's what every time. Yes. What would Jesus do today? Take it. Take it into the house. Start with your yeah. house. Then you can you can work on the culture. And what work. do you believe that position 
in his family and a dad taking that position in his family will do to offset or destroy that spirit well, well, that's that, trying to well, invade. Well, that will be a powerful antidote because yeah. that's what the spirits have been trying to take out. So yes. that is that is a powerful antidote. And by the way, you just, you just said something I've never heard my other. Like you just said, I've never heard of people doing devotion, but I heard, say you said fathers, and I'm not saying this for my sake here, but fathers, take the book of mysteries. Yes. One day, when it, I, I've never done that with my family. I said, they're like, why don't I do that? Yeah. You're telling me, and I'm saying, why don't I do that? Take the book of mysteries, and because I and yes. one, it's one, it's one page. It's one easy. Year. It's fun. It's easy. Yes. And and, and, and take it and yeah, and go with them and talk. Yes. I want to do that. Okay. <laughs> so you minister to me. Take it. So I mean, you know, that, that's, the yeah. dad whispered, yeah. whispered. You whispered. To, yes. To my yeah. friend, my yeah. new friend Jonathan. Yeah. Khan. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a joy to meet you and to talk with Thank you. Thank you. I know and, we bear witness yeah. with each other's spirits. Thank so you. Thank and, you. And, and they can. And it's okay. They, they just say they can get the. They can get. Tell the, them where they, they can they, find you. Can get, you. You can get the, the 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 book of mysteries everywhere. Go yes. to Amazon. You can get the Return of the Gods everywhere. And which now tell them about your upcoming and book. And the new one you can get. It. it hasn't come out yet. You can be the first to get it to pre-order it. It's called the Josiah Manifesto. It's what do we do now? By the way, it is. It does link up, but it is what do we do now? What? How do we? How do we go? Oh. So it's the Josiah Manifesto. But everything is on Amazon. Jonathan Khan, yes. you'll get that there. Our ministry is hope. If you go to hopeoftheworld.org. Hope of the world. Hope of the world. Dot org. You'll get gifts. You'll send free things. Awesome. We get the gospel out. So that's it. It's great to be with you. Thank you. you. And thank you for ministering to me. Thank you. <laughs> On Your Mark today has been the spiritual state of fatherhood in America. It's been a joy to be here with Messianic Jewish Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. You've heard lots of passionate and imploring kind of messages from his heart to yours. And I trust that you as dads will be encouraged to take action to step in as spiritual coverings over your daughters and your sons. Well, this wraps up another week's program. It's been great to be here with you all. I'm Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, the Dad Whisperer, signing off and encouraging you to make today a day where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's hearts. Go Dads! Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com, that's drmichellewatson.com, for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield.